hello, you have tuned into that girl, Jenna Carasoa, on Anchor FM Podcast. I'm streaming live on Facebook as well as YouTube. I'm hoping YouTube is going live. Let me... Here it is. Me and YouTube are not getting along. Um, whoop, I think it's starting. <gasps> yes, okay, YouTube. I'm glad that I'm able to stream here. I still have to upload the other video. Um, eventually I'll make my way to TikTok. I gotta get, you know, those followers and the like. But anyways, in all seriousness though, you've tuned into That Girl Jenna Carasola here, um, on, like I said, Anchor FM, Facebook Live, and YouTube. If you want to read my blogs, I'm on blogspot.com. I also have an Instagram, a Twitter, a Pinterest, and TikTok if you want to just check out some short little videos. Um, more of my input and opinions. But really fast, let me just get past the intro. Um, I wanted to introduce a couple of um, different ways so I can share ideas with you. Sorry, I should have had this in front of me. So uh, I went to my local library recently and I checked out this movie. It's called Get Out. Um, I don't know if you have seen it. I'm going to, I've seen it before and I love it. So I'm gonna rewatch it and then get the review going for Friday, Freaky Stuff Fridays. And it's written and directed by Jordan Peele. I don't know if you've um, seen some of his work. He's an amazing comedian, writer, very, very talented. I had posted um, Epic Rap Battles of History, and he um, he plays the Muhammad Ali character. There's Michael Jordan. Um, His associate and colleague, um, there's Peele. I I cannot believe it. I forgot his name. But anyways, we're talking about Jordan Peele. Get out. It's a psychological thriller, um, definitely not for kids, it's rated R, but um, at the same time, if you were if you were to watch the movie and screen it ahead of time, I don't think your children would be too bothered by it. It would be a good talking, you know, good talking conversation film. So, totally up to your discretion. Call it Get Out. I'm going to re-watch it and then do my little review. And also doing something completely different. Believe it or not, I have a children's book here. It's called The Tale of the Three Trees and a traditional folklore retold by Angela Elwell Hunt. And the reason why I'm bringing up this story, if you've never heard about it, never read it, have no idea, um, I highly, highly recommend for the adults out there, even for my um, teenage junior high, preteen, college age, doesn't matter. It's a simple, simple, short story, not even long, designed for children, but the storyline is so epic. Once you read it, you'll be like, oof, that that hit me hard. You're like, thank you. I'm so glad I read that book because I can see things so differently. So I'm going to be talking about those on Friday. If you don't like spoilers, I don't like spoilers either. So I'm not going to spoil the movie. But I will talk about the book. The book's more important than the movie. Um, I'll just give you the roundabout story, pull out some themes, but I don't, I really don't like to give spoilers. You need to watch the movie and have the experience yourself. So again, um, if you're just now listening at any point, Jenna Carasoa on Anchor FM, YouTube Live, Facebook Live, thank you very much for tuning in. And I apologize in advance if I by chance happen to waste your time because I don't like wasting time and I apologize for that. Okay, so before I forget and get off of here, in all serialness, um, 
I'm going to be doing the Freaky Stuff Fridays, and I'm going to be doing my movie review. So, if you're into movies, check out Get Out. I went to the library and got this actual DVD. But, if you can stream it, I highly recommend you watch Get Out Really Fast by Jordan Peele. Super huge fan. And then I'm going to talk about the legend of the three trees, or what is this actually? Oh, the tale. Is this a tale of the three trees? And it's one of those books where you're just kind of like, that was short, that was simple, and that was very, very impactful. It'll be like, dude, that hit me a little bit differently. So, <clears throat> with that, again, you've been listening to That Girl, Jenna Kirasoa on Anchor FM, streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. If you want to check out some of my weird pins on Pinterest, it's there. Um, I got a little Twitter, I got an Instagram and some crazy TikTok videos. It's all under Jenna Kirasoa. And with that, I hope whenever you're listening to this, watching this, reading it, um, that you're having a good day. I truly hope that. And um, if not, I'm sorry. I hope it gets better. And I apologize if I wasted your time. But take care and God's peace. We will definitely be back with more information. And I will be in touch with you guys. Um, we're kind of hitting a point right now. Um, sorry. Let me kind of, <clears throat> sorry. It's one of those things where my thoughts right now are coming out a lot faster than my mouth and can keep up. And it's just, I've got, trying to make sure that it's recording here. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Sorry about that. Okay. We're hitting a point now in our society where, um, we know we are noticing the uptake in a lot of evil going on. Um, loss of respect and different religions and faith groups are coming around trying to really, really recruit and like, hey, people wake up. It's a spiritual awakening. There's some evil going on. The world is changing. Things aren't what they appear to be. Um, and people are, are kind of like getting in tune. So I don't want to go into any specific details. So I'm going to keep this very, very broad and very general intentionally because this, I'm going to be very explicit. I'm not trying to cause any offense very specifically about this subject. I have to put this disclaimer out there. Because as soon as I start talking about this, you'll understand why I have to be so broad and approach this so delicately, okay? So I saw another meme today that I felt very, very interesting. And it was pretty much along the lines of not using fear to motivate or, you know, to compel a person to think or behave a certain way, you know, that's using, that's controlling a person when you use fear. And that is the motivating factor. It was the essential for the use of control. So my argument when I heard that was though, it's like, but fear, the feeling of being afraid sometimes compels or reminds a person, you know, to be cautious and not to, you know, do something stupid. Like the example with um, a gentleman working on aircraft equipment being told you're not supposed to wear wedding rings or any jewelry when you work on these jets. Obviously didn't listen, having the skin ripped off his hand. And I'm like, as a child, seeing the colored photos of this guy's hand. And that scared me. A lot of things scared me. But now as an adult, thinking about that, experience talking about it i don't feel the feeling of fear 
I'm not afraid anymore. And I think that's where we need to find the balance of being able to teach someone something, give them the information, educate them, and having them understand why the, the level of um, seriousness something is. So a lot of people, a lot of faith groups, a lot of religions have very, very strict rules for their particular faith background for varying reasons. And I'm not even going to argue with them. Not at all. But what I am going to say, though, is when I again approaching this very, very delicately and respectfully, are we using the tactics of fear and guilt as a way to continue to have them stay or compelled or forced to stay? Or are you trying to make them understand these things and that so that they can live and act respectfully or in a smart, wise way without having to live a life of fear, though? That's where I'm trying to figure out, as a parent, as a peer, as a, a person out here speaking to whomever is listening or who's ever going to be reading or who's ever going to be watching this content at any point in time and day, and I hope you're doing well, by the way, um, do you, are you motivated by fear or are you just motivated by I understand what the fears and concerns are, so let me have that knowledge and wisdom and respect those rules, but still continue to live my life because you, you can't prevent everything, kind of. That's where I'm kind of torn up because, again, going back to faith groups and religions, we have the standard ones, you have a lot of the... Um, general Christian background, I'm not going to go into any specifics, that don't agree with drinking alcohol at all. Like, you don't drink alcohol. And then you've got lots of other groups who were like, what's the problem? Like, if you can keep your, you know, you're following the God's commandments and his laws and you're not becoming belligerent where you're disrespectful and you're hurting people and people are afraid of you and you know how to work hard and sustain your family and you're going to church and you're you know there's a lot of people who just that's after a hard days of work or a week or whatever and they're celebrating with family having some drinks is a, it's the best blessing for them or there's medicinal purposes for it you know there's lots of arguments why people drink and then i can understand all the arguments why people are saying don't drink now here's the thing though Every person is different. Every person responds to things differently. And does it truly line up with what the scriptures say if you're, you know, leaning off of a Christian lens? Or are these things designed truly for the person's benefit? And is guilt a healthy way to live your life? That's where it's like, okay, now we have a problem when the person feels guilty. And they their only understanding is what the people around them are exposing them to and telling them that what they're doing is wrong. It's, it's like I said, 
I have to, you have to be very, very careful when you approach this. I'm speaking very, very broadly. I'm not trying to give too many specific examples, but it had me really thinking about how we respond to things, especially with like the government um, and telling us about all these different things going on, the different strains and the different concerns. The real question is, are we, are we genuinely like living in a fear? You know, if you have faith in a higher power and a God in the universe, or um, for me, Jesus, you know, if I, <clears throat> it talks oftentimes about fearing the Lord. And there's just another one where you're going to have to do a little bit of wordplay because there's a fear of like being afraid, like you're scared, that type of fear, you know, like fearful. And then we're referencing God. This is where it's so difficult to, for, I think, non-believers and this is probably why some of them get hung up because I've heard Oprah herself say, like, you know, she doesn't want to submit to a God where he's, you know, you have to, you're supposed to fear him. It's not the fear as in like, oh my God, I'm scared. You know, like, I mean, if you if you have something to be afraid of, then yeah, that makes sense actually. If you are in good standing with God and you don't respect him or you don't acknowledge him and give him the praise and glory of what he deserves for creating everything if you don't you know submit to that and then you do meet him in his glory you know the son yeah that makes a lot of sense actually you would have a reason to be afraid but i'm talking about when you actually think about god's amazing i can't even put the words it's just god's amazingness his awesomeness omnipresent like just amazing godness it's a feeling of just i don't know how you can describe it. it's not like you're afraid but you just know like it's like an irreverent type of like ah like oh my gosh like woo it's, think about i guess that feeling when you meet a celebrity that you really really like oh my god like i'm actually around this person it's not like you're afraid you're just so excited like you just i'm not worthy and it's like but oh my god i want to be around you but it's like oh my god it's just it's like oh my goodness you're so amazing like it's it, it's you and it's but it's like in all the power if you think about moses he couldn't even really see him when he could only see the back of him and he was still glowing. The light was raining off of him where people were like, dude, Moses, get away from us. Do you like put a veil on? He was too bright. He is too bright. So when you think about the fear of the Lord, it's just like all of the light and the power and the magnitude and just the complete admiration and just like you're humble because like, oh my gosh, is he is everything. Like he's like literally energy and life and perfection, perfection and just complete all of that. You're completely com captivated and that's when we talk about the fear of the lord it's just like it's like whoa this is like this is i can't even wrap my mind around you're not afraid like you're scared or like he's gonna kill you like oh my god it's god oh my god it's god it's more like it is it is wow like he is everything like so we talk about the fear of the lord versus being fearful versus feeling guilty and let me bring up another talking point. A guilty conscience is very, 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 very complicated. So again, I'm just putting some thoughts out there. I'm oftentimes these these are designed to get your brain thinking because I don't have the answer for all of this. There's just too many layers and um different aspects of life because you've got 
parent, child, or I need you to respect my authority type thing. Like, I'm the mom or father, like, you know, le padre, respect le padre. When you discipline your child, is it you want them to be a little bit afraid, but not completely traumatized where they're going to have PTSD for the rest of their life, but you want them to understand and take seriously the cautions that you want them to realize about the world. So it's like, how do you, how do you gauge that? Where do you find the balance? And then if you are a bigger institution like a church, are you, are you guilting people? Are you making them feel like crap for things? Or are you trying to give them correct sound instruction to give them the correct information so they'll improve their life and live a life at peace without being afraid and in fear? You know, like, we have to consider our tactics and what the effects are of what we're saying or doing and how it actually does, you know, impact someone else. Um, So this is something that I've had to myself examine, of course, and this is why we're here. This is why we're talking about it. So definitely issues about the fear factor. Um, Ultimately, if someone's presenting you information that you don't agree with or you don't like, um, it is ultimately it is for you to decide what to do with it. It is your choice how to respond to the information, whether or not you like it or you don't. Do you consider yourself being guilted into something, um, fear baited, or can you take the information, use it as knowledge, and live your life happily in peace? So take all of that into account. I'm understanding it myself, trying to find the balance. So this is a learning process. But let me move on to something very interesting. I titled this segment, um, talk about the future in past tense. I'm a huge fan of Modest Mouse. And um, they have a song. Um, I think it's called Here It Comes. And essentially, like, there's a line in the very, very intro where it's like, I walk to your house at my lunch break. Here it comes. You're probably going to tell me everything you think. Here it comes. And there's a point where it says, talk about the future in past tense. Here it comes. Yeah, well, here it comes. So I'm going to talk about the future in past tense. If you'll follow me with this. You're kind of be like, okay, Jenna, she's kind of, she's coming up with the Stone Age stuff. It's been a long time since I've used the P word. I've been thinking about it for a while and I got to use the P word. Patriarchy. <laughs> I said it. I said patriarchy again. Okay. Bear with me, please, because I know the patriarchy's got a lot of negatives on it. Um, I've been examining the battle of the sexes a lot for the last couple of days. And let me just tell you, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not a fan of the patriarchy right now because I keep thinking about my my good friend King David. And um, as much as I respect the Lord, my God, and I know that David had a heart of gold, a man after God's own heart. He was constantly in need. I'm listening to the Psalms. I kid you not. I've been listening to the Psalms on repeat. Psalm 84. And then I posted the other day a meme. And it said, better is one day, better is one day, better is one day than a thousand elsewhere. So if you don't know where that's from, it's from a song where they say, better is one day in your courts, better is one day in your house, better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. So, and then closer to the closing, I had one church that introduced me to this little aspect to it. They extended the song and it was to me so pretty. And she's like, what are I saying? Better is one day. Better is one day, better is one day than a thousand elsewhere. So when I say that, 
I truly mean like in some of these psalms and the things that I quote in my head and things that I post on Facebook is written by David, by King David. And like I totally get his spirit, his his love, his heart. I do. But um, I'm also living in a modern society right now where I'm like as a woman, it's like, dude, you know what? No one asked you, but <laughs> I respect what you have written and I respect your authority. So the patriarchy, this is what drives me insane. These are the things where um, I had, I, I tell the story a lot. So I'm going to say it again. If you haven't heard it from my other past um, streams, this is my first time sharing it on my podcast. So brace yourself for this because I say talk about the future in past tense dude I've never thought I would ever be saying this let me let me tell you what I heard from a PE coach back when I was in high school so we were doing some push-ups right the girls were doing our push-ups and this fool just straight up comes up and says to us he's like girls you better get your arms strong so because she's going to be watching some windows get ready to wash the windows get those arms strong so you can wash the windows and we're just like no no, never. Well, come, you know, come to find out 10 plus years out of high school. I've, you know what? I do not like dirty glass. I really don't. Like with my children, it'd be like, I just got some Norwax towels and I just cleaned this sliding door and you don't put your grubby little fingers all over my glass. I like to look outside because the birds be out there, right? And they'd be eating up little picking out the dirt and the whatever and they'd be picking at the fallen leaves and the rocks out there and if you just sit out there and watch them like they camouflage and then you see a little bit of movement and they're just out there having the time of their little birdie lives right and i like to sit out there and watch them and i'll be in, the, in their bedrooms after i've cleaned all the windows and then we'll just sit out there and we'll watch the birds and it's, it's really cute and innocent and simple because they happen to, I don't know why, there's like at least a hundred of them chilling in the backyards. Weird. But as soon as, you know, the kids, for whatever reason, want to drag their little dirty fingers all over the windows, I'm just like, you know what? That was my moment of peace and getting away and just tuning into nature. But you know what? No, you, you got to put your dirty fingers all You got to lick your fingers and rub it all over the glass. So, Patriarchy. <clears throat> Maybe he could see into the future and he knew that I would be OCD. Maybe he knew that. Maybe he's like, I can read this girl. This girl's going to be a great house cleaner. Just wait. She's going to be great at customer service. She's going to detail clean and she's going to pay attention to every single detail. Like he could read my mind. I don't know. The point I'm trying to make though is I was very offended by that statement. Very offended. I also really used to like Lincoln Park. I don't like Lincoln Park anymore, and I am not offended. Well, okay, I take it back. I do like Lincoln Park, but I think I don't like the strong emotional emo scene that was thrust on us, along with poor Britney Spears. But so that's one of the reasons why I grew out of it. Not so much the music and not the culture. It's more of um, how it was thrust on high school students and created the scene. But that's for a different subject. So technically, I do like Lincoln Park. I just don't like the, the era and what came around from it and all the, all the other conspiracy stuff I won't talk about. So, but I am not offended by that statement now. Was it disrespectful and bad taste? Of course. But also, I'm thinking now, looking back, 
he knew as an adult would probably be able to check or see the future as in like understand trends and how human nature is and that's another reason why just the patriarchy really just irritate me because um there are so many different personality types out there there are so many different strengths and attributes and talent and throughout the course of entire mankind there's been different waves of women trying to get themselves out there into the working force for varying reasons um i know a lot of people are a fan of i love lucy she's amazing and that you if you remember watching the episodes her husband was on television she was always trying to find a way to get on stage and perform you know and he kind of keep her at home in so many regards that is actually a very wise thing for the husband to be very concerned about his wife's safety and well-being and not to put her out there. Um, but at the same time, we need to find a delicate balance and saying, you know, we, we have a lot of talent and we want to be our, you know, to share with the world, but also done, you know, with respect to our actual talent and ability. And it's really frustrating trying to say hey i've got talent i want to bring this to the world and contribute and share and you're expected to just do the basic function you know so when i say speak about the future and past tense we're at this point in time where we were given a lot of freedom and liberty and given pretty much whatever we wanted all of us we we're living at the luxuries of the best luxuries of the, the world can offer us. Really, we're at a point now where it's like, technically in the West, you can get whatever you want. And we've gotten quite comfortable. And yesterday I mentioned the word complacent. And some of us are just, we're a bunch of water and junk food and we're just getting stagnant and sitting around getting nasty. And then there's others of us who are like completely, um, just completely zombied out and zonked out like you're not even i don't even know what to classify you as so we're at a point now we've been overindulging and overindulging and much as i cannot stand saying this as an independent black woman at one point in time whatever that means um we're going to have to take that long walk and get back into PE class and get our arms strong so we can wash those damn windows. <laughs> so I'd be tired of looking at dirty windows. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe that came from the past and that's the future goal. So like literally start like cleaning those dirty windows so we can actually appreciate, like clean our lenses, clean our eyes. Oh, there you go, right there. There you go. That's a funny God thing right there. We got to take care of our eyes, get some eye health in, cut some of the screen use, and clean our windows, clean our lenses, clean our glasses. Start to see the world a little bit differently because it's changing really fast. We need to wake up because we might be in a blackout and we might not have access to certain things or some people might not be able to get to the hospital because of varying laws and whatever and there's oppression and then there's crazy stuff happening so in all seriousness like i said friday hang on one sec let me
Okay, so before I forget and get off of here, and all serialness, um, I'm going to be doing the Freaky Stuff Fridays, and I'm going to be doing my movie review, so if you're into movies, check out Get Out. I went to the library and got this actual DVD, but if you can stream it, I highly recommend you watch Get Out really fast by Jordan Peele. Super huge fan. And then I'm going to talk about the legend of the Three Tree, or what is it actually? Oh, the Tale. Is this a tale of the Three Trees? And it's one of those books where you're just kind of like, that was short, that was simple, and that was very, very impactful. It'll be like, dude, that hit me a little bit differently. So, <clears throat> with that, again, you've been listening to That Girl, Jenna Kirasoa, on Anchor FM, streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. If you want to check out some of my weird pins on Pinterest, it's there. Um, I got a little Twitter, I got an Instagram, and some crazy TikTok videos. It's all under Jenna Kirasoa. And with that, I hope whenever you're listening to this, watching this, or reading it, um, that you're having a good day. I truly hope that. And um, if not, I'm sorry. I hope it gets better. And I apologize if I wasted your time. But take care and God's peace. We will definitely be back with more information. And I will be in touch with you guys. Thank you.